my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, Jeremiah 1, 5. Jeremiah 1, 4 and 5. The Lord said to me, I chose you before I gave you life. And before you were born, I selected you to be a prophet to the nations. The Lord said to me, I chose you before I gave you life. And before you were born, I selected you to be a prophet to the nations. Now, Ephesians 1 verse 3. Ephesians 1 verse 3. Just a second. Ephesians 1 verse 3. <clears throat> it says, Let us give thanks to the Lord God, the Lord and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for in our union with Christ, He has blessed us by giving us every spiritual blessing in the heavenly world. Verse 4 of Ephesians 1. Even before the world was made, God had already chosen us to be His through our union with Christ, so that we would be holy and without fault before Him. Did you hear that? God chose us in Christ even before the foundation of the world. And in Jeremiah 1, 4 and 5, it says, I have called you, I called you to be a prophet before you were born. Before you were born, I chose you. Dear friends, you and I are not accidents. You are not an accident. God intentionally created you. God intentionally created you. And like every manufacturer or, or every inventor, before the invention, the inventor sits down to have in full view, so to speak, the fullness of whatever he or she wants to invent. He has the picture of it fully before he starts. So there is a reason why God made us. God doesn't create us for nothing. There is a reason. Some few days back, we're made to understand that we all have been given gifts. God intentionally gives each one of us gifts and talents. He calls each one of us for specific purposes. And friends, unless we identify the reason for which we were created, we will be miserable and unfulfilled in life. This is very, very important. And I want to encourage each one of us. We must remember that the one who created us, God, is our manufacturer. And everything manufactured technologically has what? A manual. And so for God, who is our creator and manufacturer, he has our manual in the word of God. The word of God is not only God's, God's word spoken to us, but it's also God himself, we are told in John 1, 1 to 3. And in fact, it also contains instructions for living for us. It is our manual for living. It is our instructions to guide us to live, to fulfill God's plan for us. So it's only wise for us to draw closer to the manufacturer and ask him to show us the reason for which 
we were created. If we will ask the manufacturer, that is God, he will tell us what we were called to be or what we were created to be, what our mission and our purpose in life is. Remember, last week, or no, even this week, we were made to understand 1 Corinthians chapter 12. The body is one. We all are parts of the body and we all have roles to play. If you are a finger, a hand, or the eye, the ear, the nose, the head, the legs, each one of us has a purpose. Each one of us has a role to play in the body of Christ. This is what we see in the first reading of today. Brothers and sisters, I, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to live in a manner worthy of the call you have received. Did you hear that? Brothers and sisters, St. Paul says he is a prisoner for the Lord. In fact, he wrote it when he was in prison. I urge you to live in a manner worthy of the call you have received. St. Paul reminds us that each one of us, by virtue of our baptism, by virtue of our union with Christ Jesus, we received a call. And the introductory scriptures I gave, Jeremiah 1, 5 and Ephesians 1, 3 to 4, were made to understand that God called us in Christ even before the foundations of the world. And God doesn't call us for nothing. When he calls us, there is a reason and there is an assignment. And God wants us to fulfill these assignments. That is where we will find peace and joy in life. Friends, no matter who we are, whether we are the finger, the leg, the eye or the ear, once we function appropriately, friends, we will find fulfillment and joy in life. But if we do not, and we want to be any other thing else or any other part else in the body of Christ for which we are not being called, we cannot be happy, we cannot fulfill our, our, our mission in life, and we cannot make impact in life for that matter. So St. Paul is telling us to live a life worthy of our calling. We cannot live a life worthy of our calling if we don't know our calling. If I don't know my calling, for example, if I'm called to be a priest and I don't know that I'm called to be a priest and I am I don't respond to that call, so to speak, and I'm living any other life apart from being a priest, I will be unfulfilled in life. If you are called to marriage to marry or you are called to the marriage vocation and you don't discern that properly and you become a priest or any other thing, friends, you will not find fulfillment in life. And this trickles down even to our various professions. There are specific things God wants us to do, yes. If we listen to the Lord at every point in time, God has something for us. Many of us are miserable because we don't listen to the voice of the Lord and we don't discern where we are supposed to be at one particular time. Friends, we must learn that God wants to speak to us. God wants to be involved in every single day of our lives. God wants to be involved in the nitty gritties of our lives. God is always speaking to us. If only we will make time and listen. Friends, and if we will make time and sit at the feet of Jesus, we will hear God speaking to us. We will hear God directing us. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. God wants to direct our paths. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. And so St. Paul is telling us in the first reading, friends, that we all have received a particular calling. 
Live a life worthy of the call you have received. The question is, have you really identified the calling God has called you to, so to speak? Have you identified your mission on earth? But no matter what our mission is, no matter what our calling is, St. Paul makes us understand in the first reading that with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another through love, striving to preserve the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. Friends, St. Paul is making us understand that no matter our calling, whether to the priesthood, to the religious, or to the married life, and to whatever profession or vocation we are into, friends, we are called to exhibit humility. We are called to exhibit gentleness. We are called to exhibit patience. We are called to exhibit bearing with one another through love. And we are called to preserve the unity of the spirit. We are preserved, we are called to ensure that there is peace wherever we find ourselves. I urge you to live in a manner worthy of the call you have received with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another through love, striving to preserve the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. In other words, whether I'm called to the priesthood, I'm called to be um, to be married, I'm called to the religious life, whatever my calling is, I am called to humility. I'm called to live in humility. I'm called to live in gentleness. I'm called to live in patience. I'm called to bear with every other person in love and i am called to preserve the unity of the body of christ and he goes on to say we were all we are all made of one body and one spirit as we were also called to the one hope of uh, of one hope we are called take notes let me take the reading very carefully he says you with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another through love, striving to preserve the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace, one body and one spirit, as you were also called to the one hope of your call, one Lord and one faith and one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all in all. He goes on. But grace was given to each of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. And he gave some as apostles, others as prophets, others as evangelists, others as pastors and teachers to equip the holy ones for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. And we all attain, until we all attain to the unity of faith, and knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood to the extent of the full stature of Christ. So once again, irrespective of who we are, whether we are called to be apostles, we are called to be prophets, or we are called to be teachers, we are called to be evangelists, we are all to be pastors, friends, we are all called into work of the ministry of Christ. And we are called, we are all called to exhibit these qualities. And St. Paul is saying that we are called to build up the body of Christ. We are called to attain unity of faith and to know Jesus fully. That is what we are supposed to strive for day in and out.
The good news puts it this way. It was he, Ephesians 4 from verse 11, it was he who gave gifts to mankind. God gave gifts to mankind. He appointed some to be prophets. He appointed, he appointed some to be evangelists and some to be pastors and some to be teachers. He did this to prepare all God's people for the work of Christian service. Now, the Christ, our, our callings and our giftings are many and diverse. They are not all even listed in the scriptures. Friends, we are all called and we are all gifted in one way or the other. We must remember the versions, the, the scriptures are very clear. It is God who called us. It is God who gave us these callings. It is God who gifted us with the various giftings and talents. And so once we know he is the one who gave us, we must make time if we want to identify our callings and our gifts. We must make time to sit at the feet of Jesus and go through the instructions, his, his, uh, his instructions, that is the manual, the word of God. Without the word of God, without prayer, without making time to sit at the feet of Jesus, to listen to him, we will not be able to identify our callings and fit in well and fulfill the call God has given to us. And let us remember, it is only in the call of God, in the mission and the assignment of God, God has given us that we will get provision, we will make impact in the world, we will affect lives, and we will be happy. Outside that will of God, we cannot be happy. Outside that calling, we cannot have peace, we cannot have joy. And so it is crucial for us to take our time and identify our calling. That is what we see in the gospel of today. Jesus called Matthew. Matthew was in a different profession or a vocation, so to speak. He was a tax collector, but in reality, that was not his calling. He was called to be an evangelist. Friends, not until he listened to the voice of Jesus, not until he heeded to the call, the invitation of Jesus to follow him, not until he did that, he didn't discover his call as an evangelist. The question you and I must answer today is, have we identified our calling? Have we identified our mission on earth? Have we identified our gifts, our talents? Friends, we, like Matthew, must listen to the voice of Jesus. We must pay attention, listen to the gospel. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the customs post, that is the tax collector's office. He said to him, follow me. And he got up and followed him. Did you hear that? Matthew heard Jesus, follow me. He got up and followed him. Friends, that cry in your heart, that burden in your heart, friends, that longing in your heart to do A or B or to go here or that, more often than not, that is a signal of God to you as to what he has called you to, as to his purpose for you in life. What do you find peace in doing? What is it that when you are engaged in, or, what you, or when you are even thinking about, you have peace and you have joy? That is a sign and a signal to something God has called you to. Take note of that. What is it that gives you peace when you are doing it? What is it that brings joy, true joy and fulfillment when you are doing it? What is it? 
that is a sign that is a pointer to the fact that god has called you to it but we need to listen to the voice of god like matthew when he heard jesus say to him follow me he got up and followed him let us listen to that inner voice in us that is the voice of the holy spirit let us make time to sit at the feet of jesus and meditate on the scriptures friends in the word of god is our i mean our future god's plan for us is in the word of god the word of god says he created us in christ without him nothing was created first john 1 1 to 6 without christ nothing was created we're all created out of him so to speak so it only makes sense for us to return to the one who created us and ask him to show us more often than not we are in a hurry and we are not patient but remember what St. Paul tells us in the first reading. We are called to patience, to humility, to gentleness, to perseverance in love. If we will persevere in prayer, make time to sit at the feet of Jesus daily and listen to the voice of God. God will show us where we belong. God will show us his will, his perfect will for us. God desires to show you and I his perfect will. Let us make time to sit quietly, daily at the feet of Jesus. He will direct us. He will show us what we are supposed to be doing. God wants to even show us every minute what we are supposed to be doing. If only we will be in, we will be in tune with him. Let us remember, God created us. And there is a manual that talks a lot about each one of us. But that contains everything about us. The word of God. If you will listen, pay attention to the scriptures, meditate on the word of God and listen to the voice of the spirit. God will show us we will discover our purpose in life. Friends, and it's only in discovering and fulfilling our purpose in life that we will find fulfillment and peace in life. That is what we see in the gospel. Until Matthew met Jesus and responded to the invitation of Jesus. He was at the wrong place. Friends, we will continue to be at wrong places, doing wrong things and finding unfulfillment and lack of joy in our lives unless we, first of all, make time to meet Jesus and respond to him and follow his instructions. Joshua 1, 8 and 9. Friends, God invites you and I to make time to sit at his feet in prayer and in the word of god meditating on the word of god and listening to him in doing that in quietness quality time with the lord we will discover our giftings our talents and our callings listen to the voice of the holy spirit and god speaks in silence we must learn that we must learn to make time and sit in silence quality silence we will hear the voice of the lord Friends, God is waiting for you and I. God, Jesus, invited Matthew into his destiny. Matthew would have remained a tax collector, but for the fact that he heeded the call and the invitation of Jesus and the instructions of Jesus. Today, we are talking about him. We celebrate his feast today. He has written a book in the Bible, and so to speak, that book is read all over the world. He has impacted the world simply because he listened to the voice of the Lord. He followed Jesus. Friends, until we truly follow Jesus, we cannot make impact in life. 
until we truly follow Jesus, we cannot make impact in life. We cannot discover our vocation and our mission and our calling in life unless we follow Jesus closely and strictly and obediently. That is what God is asking you and I to do today. St. Paul says he's urging us to live lives worthy of our calling. But friends, we cannot live lives worthy of our calling until we truly discover our calling. Matthew was living a life not worthy of his calling when he was a tax collector. His life was to be or meant to be an evangelist until he discovered that in Jesus Christ, he could not and he was in the wrong place. Have we discovered Jesus? Have we listened to his voice? Are we following him? Friends, if you are confused as to what your talent is, what your gift is, what your calling is, what your purpose is, I challenge you and I encourage you, make quality time daily to sit at the feet of Jesus. That is responding to the invitation of Jesus. Sit at his feet, listen to his voice, quality time in silence, and make time to meditate on the word of God. After all, Jesus says, come to me, come to me and I will give you rest. Let us go to Jesus. He will show us who we truly are and who we are supposed to be. Else we will grope in darkness. We will grope in unfulfillment. We will grope in wrong places and thinking that we are in the right place. Let us rise and go to Jesus and ask him to show us what we were created to be and what we're created to do. Our instructional manual, our instruction manual is the word of God. If you want to get the best out of a, of, of a product, follow the instructions of the manual. If you follow the instructions in the manual for a product, you will get maximum use of it. In the same way, if we will follow the scriptures as we are told, in them we find life, in them we find peace. Until we learn to follow the scriptures, that is our manual for living, we cannot make maximum use of our lives. And sometimes if we even refuse to follow the instruction manual of a product, you end up destroying it. In the same way, if we fail to follow the instructions of our manual, the word of God, listening to God and reading the word of God and following him, we can even destroy our lives. Many people have destroyed their lives because they have failed to heed to the scriptures. Isaiah 49 verse 16 and 18 says, If you had listened to me, you would have enjoyed peace and joy. And, and you would have enjoyed peace and joy and find fulfillment in life. If we had listened to God, if we had listened to the word of God, it is not too late. Let us run back to Jesus. Let us respond to his call as Matthew did. That is how we will find fulfillment and joy and find our purpose in this world. We pray for these graces in this mass to be docile to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Friends, let us make time to listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us make time to listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us make time to meditate on the word of God. Let us make time. Let us make time. Friends, it is in our own interest. Isaiah 48 verse 18. 
if only you had listened to my commands, then blessings would have flowed for you like a stream that never goes dry. Victory would have come to you like the waves that come to, like the waves that roll on the shore. Your descendants would be as numerous as grains of sand. In other words, because we fail to listen to the voice of the Lord, we are missing a lot. Isaiah 48 verse 18. Let us make time, friends, to pay attention to the voice of the Lord. God loves you. God loves me. God loves us. And he wants the best for us. But the best for us cannot be found outside of him, outside of Christ. We can only find the best for us in Christ Jesus. Matthew discovered that secret and got up and followed Jesus. Let us follow Jesus in prayer and in obedience to the word of God. Your future is bright. The plans of God for each one of us is good. He says, I alone know the plans I have for you. Plans to bring you to an expected end. Plans to bring you to a perfect and a bright future. Who said that God, he alone knows. And so since he knows, we must go to him and ask him and he will show us. Let us go to him in prayer. Let us go to him in meditating on the word of God. That is the way out. Make time, quality time, and be patient and be humble. God will show us the way we should go. In the name of Jesus Christ, God bless you. Remain blessed. God bless you. Remain blessed. You are called for exploits. You will impact your generation. You will impact your generation. You will be fulfilled in life. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. We are blessed forever. We are blessed in Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Our calling is to manifest Christ.